0: meow mix the carolina panthers podcast my name is steven my name is jerry and we are continuing our draft profile player previews this week uh, by talking about kyle pitts tight end out of florida i am excited to talk about this guy Uh, if you've listened to this podcast long enough you know that i can't stand our current tight ends and i want something better so I'm excited yeah. to talk about Kyle Pitts. We,
1: we will talk, we'll discuss this because I, I have my own views on I know you do. drafting a tight end. I know you do, and I'm excited. certainly.
0: I'm excited to talk about it. Um, but, Jerry, mm-hmm. there's been some stuff happening around the NFL. and No, there hasn't. It, it, oh, wait. Oh, wait. You're
1: talking, about,
0: I'm talking about quarterbacks? I'm talking about the quarterbacks. It doesn't directly impact the Panthers yet. Uh, Although it does touch on the Panthers and then a possible, well, I'll let you get into it.
1: Well, Matthew Stafford was traded to the Los Angeles Rams for two first round picks, a third round pick and quarterback Jared Goff. That is a lot. (laughs) Oh, from everything else I read, all the other teams only offered a first one first round pick and a later pick. Um, I think Washington offered their first round pick and a third round pick the Panthers supposedly were almost signing Stafford. Everything yeah. was a done deal. Like they were requesting the physical before this Rams came in big offer. I honestly think they gave them an extra first round pick to take Jared Goff in his contract. Contact. Yep. But the Panthers supposedly offered the eighth pick and a late round pick for him. I, I don't think I would have liked that.
0: That's interesting. Um, I'm surprised that Teddy Bridgewater wasn't part of the deal because at that point you're carrying like 50-something million dollars with the quarterbacks on your roster. You know, if you trade for Stafford and you still have Teddy. Because Teddy, we can't cut Teddy this year without a $20 million cap hit.
1: I mean, do you think maybe they thought that they could deal him for like a third?
0: If they think that, I, I think they should just go ahead and do it, <laughs> like regardless of if we get a quarterback or not. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it's a, you know the eighth pick is a lot, but I don't know. I'm, I'm of two minds about it. I guess one you know is Matt Stafford. If you could draft a quarterback with the eighth pick today mm-hmm. and say that he's going to be as good as Matt Stafford, you'd probably do that. You'd probably sign up for that, yeah. right?
1: I th- I think you would do that, but yeah. Stafford's already thirty three. Yeah, he hasn't been able to win at all in Detroit. I mean, I know it's Detroit, but still, he's never been able to put a team on his back and kind of win. Right. Uh, he's got a big contract. I am just stuck on that. You know, he's thirty three. He's never won. In my opinion, he's a- he's a good quarterback. He's a top, you know, fifteen quarterback ten to fifteen area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't see him much better than that. I see Teddy Bridgewater as like an eighteen or nineteen quarterback. I mean, you're giving up the eighth overall pick. Yeah. And in three years, is he going to be here? We don't know. And this team is rebuilding. I want to go younger, not you know, thirty three.
0: Yeah, that would be that's my that would be my hesitation if I were the Panthers making this deal. Is he's only got two years left on his deal, and you know, typically, you do the the extension before the last year of the deal so we'd be looking at next year basically giving mm-hmm. him an extension given what quarterbacks are going for right now and you're viewing him as a first round quarterback talent yeah you're gonna have to pay him probably 35 million dollars a year maybe even more for a guy that's gonna be turning you know at that point 34 35 so yeah it's a lot i, I agree um I don't think I'd have liked the – I think we would have enjoyed seeing Matt Stafford play on this team. I think he would have made this team a lot better than Teddy. Um, I think Matt Stafford is a top ten talent that has had terrible uh, teams around him. But I'm glad that the, the – I'm glad it fell through, ultimately.
1: I am too. I Yeah. I think you make that move if you're a quarterback away from a Super Bowl run. Like the Rams like the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you absolutely. don't make this this move as a year two rebuild like the Panthers are doing.
0: Exactly.
1: I, I, I'm kinda getting nervous that somehow they have it in their head that this team is Super Bowl bound with just a quarterback. This team has many holes, not just a quarterback issue. I mean, yes. Yes, Teddy Bridgewater is a big part of that. He was not able to come close and lead this team to victory in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter multiple times. But that being said, that defense gave up a lot of points. You know, there's lots of holes.
0: It seems like the coaching staff here is under the impression that QB was the thing that held them back from winning, from making mm-hmm. the playoffs, and. And I don't think that's 100% true. Uh, you know, I think Teddy cost us three or four wins, which would have put us close. It would have put us on the fringe. It uh, wouldn't have put us in the playoffs. Nine and seven wasn't going to get us in the playoffs this year. So, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately, like I said, I'm glad it fell through. Um, it does make me wonder what the Houston could get from Deshaun Watson.
1: Oh, I know. That's scary, isn't it? Yeah. Unless everybody's just assuming that that extra first round pick was to take Jared Goff off their hands.
0: And that it, would be. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and Goff's contract is, you know, way different than Teddy's contract, right? So adding Teddy to a deal is not going to make us cough up a first round pick.
1: No. You know, I, I think Teddy's a good bridge quarterback. Yeah. And I could see if we trade him, that's what that team is probably going to use him for. Right. Uh, Watson, though, whew supposedly the Houston Texans have said that they do not plan to trade him. They are not going to trade him. And Watson, on the other hand, has said that if you don't trade me, I'm sitting.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's going to be, you know, a case of, you know, uh, was it the immovable object versus the... Mm -hmm. The whatever the phrase is that I can't think of right now. <laughs> Way to start a Start
1: like a little saying and never... It's a thing. Of... It's I'm pretty sure it's a
0: thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, it's interesting because Sean Watson, he, didn't he just sign his extension like five months ago, right?
1: Yeah. Then they trade away DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I mean, they...
0: I mean, he, he they, talked about... I was listening to uh, Dan Patrick today and... And he played the quote, or, or he read the quote, I guess, of Watson after he signed that deal, just talking about how much he loved Houston. He loved the ownership there. He, he appreciated them so much for giving him this opportunity. Well, I, I would, and,
1: too, after signing that contract. Of course.
0: You know, you just made $100 million guaranteed dollars <laughs> plus. But it's just funny that in five months, that we've gone from that to, to now, he's literally willing to give up millions of dollars to sit out for a season. I, you know, they're saying ownership's saying they have zero interest in trading him. You wonder if that's just to make whoever's making these offers pony up a little more to get their attention. I think they're going to take their time.
1: Oh, they, yeah, they should.
0: Because why wouldn't they, right? They've Light got him under contract. Draft. Yeah. I mean, the only leverage Watson has is threatening not to play. That's it. Yeah. So, and he's on their books for five years.
1: Yeah, so, and, and there's also if he sits out, they can try to claim that signing bonus back.
0: They absolutely can. So, so you feel like eventually, if if they just say they're not going to trade him, eventually he'll play. I mean, he's got to if he wants yeah. the money. So it'll be interesting. But I'm you know
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it back. Do you remember Brandon Marshall in Denver when he wanted mm-hmm. a new contract? I remember watching him in practice on NFL Live one time, and they were throwing a ball. Instead of catching it, he would just spike it every time. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if Deshaun Watson went to camp and did that, like, hike, and he would go drop back and just throw it to a cheerleader or, like, where the cheerleaders <laughs> would be, you know, just every time, just being like, well, yeah, whatever. Well, it's, you know, if he I'm did it here, in camp,
0: I guess that's one thing, but Houston, as a city, just saw this happen with James Harden, where mm-hmm. James Harden basically quit on the team. He wanted a trade. He... Went out there and he played, but, you know, this is a guy that scored 35 points a game either last year or the year before. He was scoring 15, 16 points a game, wasn't really shooting it, didn't seem to care, wasn't playing defense, wasn't, you know, setting picks, wasn't doing anything, and they ended up trading him to exactly where he wanted to go. So, you know, poor Houston as a city, they're just seeing all their stars, you know, uh, hopkins last year harden this year and probably watson this year they're all going away but I'm, I'm you know i'm curious to look at if the panthers don't get watson there are a lot of other names floating around out there and
1: yeah, um david carr
0: david carr is out oh, sorry, there Sorry, i had
1: to cut you off
0: no that's it that's okay david carr is out there and david carr is probably going to cost a first round pick that would probably be the I mean, he's
1: pick. 28, 29-year-old. Uh, he He's good. Uh, yeah. His knock on him before last year is he didn't throw deep, and then he got some deep threat receivers, and he threw deep. Yeah. So.
0: I think Derek Carr's a fine quarterback. I look at him. I mean, is David Carr better than Matt Stafford? Are they the same?
1: I, I think David Carr still has some upside, while Matt Stafford does not. Oh, but, so
0: you think he could be. You you would rather trade that eighth pick for David Carr than Stafford if you had to trade it.
1: If if I was forced to trade for one of the, I would choose David Carr. He's a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's been in the MVP talk before. Um, a few years ago, before John Gruden, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if John Gruden's offense is what David Carr is great at. Uh, I'm not fully into David Carr, so I don't know all his ins and outs, but there was a year numbers. that he looked like a top yeah. five quarterback.
0: Yeah. He puts up good numbers. I mean, he had some good receivers, you know, and that tight end there this year that were, you know, putting up great numbers. So they didn't win a lot of games this year, but they did beat the chiefs and they almost yeah. beat the chiefs again. So, you know, David Carr is not a bad I think that was mostly
1: due to their defense, not their offense.
0: Yeah. They put up a lot of points that first win. I think they put up like 40 mm-hmm. something points. So um but I'm going to kind of let's see. What what would you be comfortable I I want to do it like this. Let's just assume the Panthers are going to trade or potentially trade for all these quarterbacks that I'm about to name.
1: Okay. And then
0: you tell me what you would be comfortable for the Panthers trading. Okay? okay. So da- David Carr, what would you be comfortable? Second round pick
1: I would say a second I'd be really ecstatic to get, get okay. rid of.
0: I think he's going to cost a first. I do too. Um, how about Jimmy Garoppolo? That was a name that I read yesterday. The Panthers are in a – in a. and now listen to this one. The Panthers are in talks with the 49ers about a QB swap. Teddy
1: hmm.
0: and Jimmy. I don't know if there's any picks involved in that. There could be. Um, But are you excited about Jimmy Garoppolo? Would you be excited about Jimmy Garoppolo?
1: Excited? No. But I, I could see... I would feel potential there because he, he's another guy who's looked good at times but doesn't seem to look fit right now in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, he looked good in New England when he played New England. I feel like he looked good the first few starts there in San Francisco. They gave him that huge contract and then he's kind of out since and you kind of wonder is that why
0: well he's so he's been hurt i mean he, he's been hurt especially this past season he was hurt most of the season but to me he's very similar to teddy and that he's very accurate doesn't take a lot of chances he's not i don't think he's as mobile as teddy um he makes more money than teddy although not a lot of more money but he's only under contract through 2022. So if it's a straight pick for straight Teddy for Jimmy, I would do that because what do you have to lose? Honestly, at this point, yeah, they, they go I mean, out of contract at, at the same he, time.
1: You could see if he fits Joe Brady's offense a little bit better. I see yeah. that. I would, yeah. Not an issue.
0: I mean, they would, they would basically be, they get the same, basically the same contract. Jimmy makes a little more, but that's it. Um, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a tricky one, right? Because he's yeah. got all the talent in the world, but he just doesn't seem to be able to put it together.
1: And he has that huge contract.
0: Got a big contract. And that's contract. what I would be afraid
1: of. I would I would be afraid of trading for him just because... I would say no to for Carson Wentz because of that contract. So not now even now for if, like a fourth. Nope. I don't want that contract. Okay. Now, if, if he got released, I would love to sign him, but... There's also issues with him and the players in the locker room. There's been grumblings in Philadelphia that he just does not get along with any other players. There's been videos of him getting the ball, and the offensive line just basically stand there and let the guys run by him. And it's over and over again. And then when Nick Foles goes in, they start blocking again. So.
0: Yeah, I don't I I've never been a Carson Wentz fan. I always thought he was overrated, especially, you know, when he was in that MVP conversation. Not that he wasn't having a good season that year, he was, but I've just never been a fan. Um Sam Darnold. This is an interesting one because he's still on his rookie deal. Uh he has the 5th year option available, so he would basically be under contract 2021, then you could give him the 5th year option you know if uh, i don't I know what he would i would give up cost. a second
1: and maybe like i a, a second maybe a a fourth or something like i wouldn't want to give up the first for him yeah just because if they're already giving up on, on him i don't want to jump here's our first for him yeah i was never a big fan of his coming out of college but I think he still has some potential there, and I'd be willing to give up, like I said, a second and a fourth or something like that to get him.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think you'd at least have to give up a second for him. He just hasn't had anybody up there to throw to. No, and
1: and that's, again, why I would be willing to do the second and another pick, a later round pick.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess Robbie Anderson was there, but... I don't know how I don't know how many times he and Sam Darnold play together and, because Darnold's and, been injured and had mono and all kinds of stuff going look on. Look at
1: the coaching him. staffs he's been had. That's too. right. Like, yeah. that's yeah. it's not like he's had any good coaches there.
0: Yeah. I did see a an article today uh, or I don't know if it was an article, probably just a tweet, that said the Panthers could potentially trade Teddy to Minnesota if minnesota trades kirk cousins yeah. so let's throw kirk cousins in the mix what would you give up for kirk cousins
1: i'd probably have to give up a first for him i
0: let's see what his contract I, this
1: was is. this would be another one where i'm not excited for it but i would understand kirk cousins coming here how old is he anyways
0: he's i think he's 32 30
1: oh
0: huh. uh let me see Pulling up his contract information here. He's 32. He'll be 33 before the season, so v- pretty much the same mm. age as Stafford. Yeah, he, I thought he
1: was like 29. but
0: He's under contract through 2022 uh, with basically a cap hit of... Whew, cap hit of 31 million this year and 45 million next
1: year. Say bye to that first round draft pick. <laughs> I, I, no. I would do it for like a second or third, and then you can re-evaluate at 2022. And
0: you'd have to trade Teddy with that, I think.
1: Oh yeah. There's no way you can take on that contract.
0: See, like Kirk Cousins, David Carr, Matt Stafford, they're see, all I, pretty like, much the same to me.
1: The, Kirk Cousins, I think I think he would be interesting because I I've seen him throw the long ball a lot and very yeah. accurately. And with the current weapons on the team, I could see that being a lot of fun to watch.
0: Yeah, Kirk Cousins with high end wide receiver talent is good. I mean, we've yeah. seen, you know, with Minnesota, he's they've made the playoffs, they're exciting team to watch. Those receivers put up numbers. You know, Jefferson this mm-hmm. year looked like a freaking all pro and he's a rookie.
1: He was an all pro. There's there was no questions. That dude was yeah. a
0: beast. You know, he's he's been in the league for a while, but he's not that old, you know. again, you'd have to think about like Matt Stafford. But with a bigger contract, I think so. Um, let's see. Any other potential quarterbacks? Mitch Trubisky? It probably no. would be just no. Just a signing, probably right.
1: Yeah. Um, I did hear one very interesting name that popped up. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan, but Dak Prescott, because he is not under contract. He ha- he's gonna get the franchise tag again.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, what would you have to and, trade for him?
1: And Dallas is not—I mean, Dallas doesn't seem to be very keen on re-signing him. I mean, uh, everything I've heard they, from they Jerry Jones. The, has well, been
0: that's very what positive. he says,
1: but he goes yeah. signs Zeke Elliott, Amari Cooper, um, a bunch of other guys before you go sign the quarterback, which is a little odd. And you're playing year to year with his franchise tag.
0: Would you be looking at? About a the same as Deshaun Watson to trade no. for Dak. You think less because, because of Deshaun the injury? Watson
1: has the contract. Dak Prescott uh, has yeah. no contract, so you're gonna probably have to do a franchise tag to, <clears it> to <throat> trade. So you're looking at maybe a a, a first maybe two first. But hmm. I, I'm not the biggest Dak Prescott fan. I wouldn't want that. No, but
0: I don't think I'd want Dak.
1: But that is a name I heard out there, and I was like, "That's an interesting."
0: I guess thing. I'd rather have I'd rather have Dak. I mean, the thing is, with Dak, you're going to have to pay him forty million dollars a year because that's what he wants. Yeah, you know, even coming off that injury. Uh, I have heard Mitch Trubisky's name, by the way. I'm not just throwing that out there. Um, that's and I'm some... just
1: saying I'm throwing that out. I'm not trading <laughs> for him.
0: The thing is.
1: I would I mean, I, I would send a seventh-round pick. Sorry. I don't no, even know if you'd have a trade still, for
0: him, do you? Because isn't he a free agent? Oh, or, yeah. Or,
1: I don't think they picked up his fifth-year option. They didn't pick Spartley. up his
0: fifth-year option. So...
1: That is one team that does not know anything about quarterbacks. That's true. They jump, they jump up to draft Mitch Trubisky. Last year... They make a boneheaded trade and take on a huge contract for Nick Foles. I mean. Trubisky's,
0: he's 26, right? So he's still young. He's not as young as Deshaun Watson. But you might be able to get him pretty cheap.
1: Relatively. Uh, If you're signing him, I, I have no problem signing him cheap. Just like I had no problem signing Dwayne Haskins cheap and kind of a type of Prove it, type of deal.
0: Yeah, I'd much rather have Trubisky than Dwayne Haskins. Though, like tr- well, Trubisky could legitimately start if he is into the right, you know, the right I don't system.
1: Know, man. You and he and I have a good. The end.
0: I mean, the end of let's see, the end of the season. He passed for sixteen touchdowns, eight interceptions. The Bears got into the playoffs. The Bears team that had no real reason to get into the playoffs. They made it in under him. I don't know. He looked good towards the end of the season. But, you know, he, he was a guy that just didn't have a lot of college experience. And then he comes in, he's playing for the Bears. And as you said, they don't know what to do with quarterbacks. You know, maybe under the right coaching, he could do something. I feel like he still has potential. Um, I'm just kind of looking through a list here. You got Nick Mullins from San Francisco. You know, uh, probably I don't think you'd I, have I think to trade for him. Reached, I think he'd just be a signing.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think we've reached all the potential actual starting quarterbacks.
0: Well, there is Andy Dalton out there. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I know how you love old quarterbacks. Um, yeah, Cam Newton. Hey, I have
1: no problems with older quarterbacks. I have a problem with this team with an older quarterback
0: okay so of all those uh, all those that we mentioned what do you think because it, it seems like the panthers are gonna make a move they're either gonna trade for a quarterback or they're gonna draft a quarterback because i think they're
1: gonna i think if they can't get somebody they want which i don't know why they really wanted stafford that bad but if they can't get a guy in a trade i think we're gonna the panthers are gonna move up in the draft and grab
0: i agree them. i was just about to say they are desperate to get a quarterback and i wish they weren't i wish they weren't they're, so so desperate yeah
1: because they're, they're so gonna desperate. overpay <laughs> yeah they're, they're kind of remind me of a teenage boy trying to get rid of his v card. he's just trying to hand it out to everybody he's like will you take this <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man uh you know it's just it's i kind of feel bad for teddy like yeah you know he's not a bad guy and he didn't have a terrible season he didn't have a very good season but he
1: regressed though and he never He did?
0: He did and he shouldn't be the quarterback next year and I, I you know and I, I don't want him as my quarterback anymore. But he's a nice guy and he deserves probably better than this public, you know, obvious display of we desperately want somebody else as our quarterback. Yeah. You know, he doesn't deserve that. But
1: the writing is on the wall that he will not be here Yeah after his contract. That he will not be the starting quarterback as soon as they get somebody else in and they could draft a guy and keep him just so he can, you know, start this beginning of the season until yeah. that quarterback's ready.
0: We talked about Trey Lance in our first of these player profiles is he's a guy that would benefit from sitting a year and really, you know, learning from Teddy the things that he needs to learn. So, uh but Jerry, the Panthers did actually make a signing.
1: Yes, they did. They went ahead and signed former 7th round draft pick from the Seattle Seahawks tight end Stefan Sullivan. Uh, The only reason why we kind of brought this one up is general manager, Scott Ferrer was with Seattle when they drafted him and Sullivan also won a national tidy title with Joe Brady at LSU. So he has a lot of connections here. It'll be interesting to see if he gets a real fair chance to start playing here or if they draft Kyle Pitts, you know, something like that, then probably not, but
0: probably not. I mean, it didn't take long for Fitterer to grab a Seahawks player, though. So Not at all. <laughs> it's like the first thing he did. Um, all right. Before we get to our player profile, we do want to talk about the Super Bowl because, you know, it's the Super Bowl and this is a football podcast, even though the Panthers aren't in there. Um, so Bucks Chiefs in Tampa, 630-ish Sunday night. Who you got, Jerry. What you looking forward to?
1: I don't want Tom Brady to. I don't want the Bucks. I I don't care about Tom Brady. But I don't want the Bucks to win it, and then they can hold it over our head. But the Chiefs are starting Mike Rimmers at tackle. <laughs> Mike Rimmers is going to be a two time starting tackle in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, as we all knew he would. <laughs>
1: I, nothing against the guy. He he's he was an undrafted guy who played his heart out, but he just was not a tackle. He should have been a guard at all, all times. but
0: Yeah. And he's, I, I think I he's think playing tackle go... for them, right?
1: Right Isn't now, he yeah. He's played yeah. guard mostly, yeah. but he's also their backup tackle. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to still go Chiefs. I think Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, I think this is going to be a fun shootout game, and I I'm not betting against the gunslinger Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady it, is the greatest quarterback of all time, but I just Mahomes is it right now.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the smart pick. I'm I'm picking the Bucks mainly because I picked them before the season started, and you know I'm just gonna stick to that. I am a big Tom Brady fan, so I am looking forward to hopefully seeing him win a, a seventh. I hate it's with the Bucks because I don't like the Bucks as a franchise. I don't like Bucks fans. I don't like. Anybody who likes Bucks fans. I don't know anybody. I don't like anybody who's related to a Bucks fan. I don't like the state of Florida. I've been to Tampa Bay. It's a shit town. I hate it. It's ugly. Oh,
1: yeah, oh, I, I lived don't in like Tampa. It. I liked it.
0: Oh, so now do I like you? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm you know, I'm rooting for for Tom Brady. So, uh, but again, I'm just hoping for an exciting game. I think we're going to get it. I mean, this could be a really fun Super Bowl. It's interesting that they're playing in Tampa. It's interesting that Tom Brady is the quarterback at 43 years old. It's interesting that the guy who probably has the best shot at passing Tom Brady in the greatest of all time rankings is going up against him at a very young age. So it's, you know, goat versus baby goat here. What do they call a baby goat? A kid? So the goat versus the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh,
1: yeah, it's gonna be fun. And hopefully I'll remember this game unlike last year, so
0: Yeah, yeah. So let's predict let's pick scores here. Um I'll go first. I got Bucks 38, Chiefs 35, and a tight one.
1: I have Chiefs 34, Bucks 28. Okay. A little less scoring. A Little less scoring. All
0: right. Well let's uh let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with the Kyle Pitts. Player Profile. Today's episode is brought to you by Roan. Roan is clothing that inspires men to live healthy, strong, and free. Building best in-class products is no easy task. In fact, it's a grueling process of trial, error, and at times unexpected success. Roan worked tirelessly to ensure the products you order exceed expectations. Roan is clothing made for men for everything from the gym to the office. We are teaming up with Roan and Podgo to bring our listeners this exclusive offer of 25% off a pack of three Roan polo shirts by going to podgo.co slash Roan. That's podgo.co slash R-H-O-N-E for 25% off a pack of three polos. Roan, clothing that helps you move forever forward.
1: And we are back. And this week, we are going to go over Kyle Pitts for the draft profile. Kyle Pitts was a four-star recruit coming out of high school and was a second-ranked tight end in the nation. He received multiple offers from big-time schools like Alabama, Ohio State, and others, but opted to go to Florida. Yeah, it's a beach. You gotta love the beach. Yeah, I mean, While Florida's a f-
0: big-name school, too.
1: Yeah. Well, at Florida, he didn't see the field much as a freshman, but... Became the focal point of the offense his sophomore and senior season, earning him two first-team all-SEC team. And he was awarded the John Mackey Award this year, which is given to the nation's top tight end.
0: I think you said his sophomore and senior season. He is just a junior. so Oh, sophomore yeah, and junior. junior season sorry. You meant. yeah. So that is the thing. He is a junior coming out. Um, he's massive, 6'6", 240. He's a huge tight end. Yeah. Um, just looking at his stats, like you said, in, 20, in 2018, his freshman season didn't play much. 2019, he had 54 receptions, 649 yards, and five touchdowns. This past year, his junior year, in only eight games, 43 receptions, 770 yards, and 12 touchdowns. So in a, in a normal season where they play 12 or 13 games, you know that's over 1,000 yards and probably 17, 18 touchdowns. So that's a monster season. Um, pros and cons... Since it sounds like you might not be quite as high on him as I am, I'm going to read the pros. I'll let you go into the cons. He's freaky athletic. He's huge. He's a very good route runner. He makes clean breaks. He he runs routes like the few guys that you see coming out of college, especially at that position. Um, he's able to track the ball in the air really well. Uh, if you look at some of his highlights and some of the catches he makes, they're you know, tight coverage because a lot of times he's going up against DBs. Uh, and that's one of the other pros for him is he can play that X receiver role if you need him to. He's a big guy in the end zone, or red zone. He's going to be huge. Um, he's a matchup nightmare. He's too big for DBs and he's too fast for linebackers. And again, if you go and you watch some of the tape from him in college, he is, he's the real deal. But there are some cons.
1: Yes. He needs to get more powerful. If he goes into the NFL, he's gonna get pushed around. That uh, just he is you, 240 and that goes though. back to it he needs to get more powerful. Like he okay. he needs to get better at blocking. You said he, he can line up as the ex receiver. Mm-hmm. That's another issue. He didn't line up as a tight end most of the time. He lined up outside like a receiver. So he has good receiving skills, but he lacks any blocking ability. Well, not that, any but he he lacks yeah. a lot of blocking. And I I get it. Uh, he you're looking for more of a passing catch tight end, but those are his right. cons. Uh, yeah. I mean, he I'm not going to say he's not going to be a good tight end. Uh,
0: yeah. But he uh, needs a polishing. You know, right. Yeah, absolutely. As do a lot of guys coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Um he you know, again, and I and I watched a, a video basically that that sort of looked at him as a blocker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he definitely is not a great blocker, like you said. Um, but he's not terrible. He gives effort. Um, he just needs better technique, I think. And that's something that you can learn. You know, yeah. that's something that, that the Panthers or who, whatever team that drafts him will teach him. But you can't teach raw athleticism and you can't teach that size. And he's got great hands. Like he has all of everything that you would want out of a. Big pass-catching tight end he's got. The Panthers haven't had a guy like this ever. I mean, they've had Greg Olson, who's a great tight end. A very good pass-catching tight end. And if we could draft another Greg, Ol- Greg Olson at eight, I think I'd probably sign up for that. Oh, I, if that we could no- gra- yeah,
1: Absolutely. Cause yeah, and, Greg and, and was a, a great player. too.
0: Yeah, a guaranteed thousand-yard receiver when healthy. Ten touchdowns. I mean that's a guy that you need on the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Teddy very much uh, was limited this year because that tight end position, just there was nobody there to catch the ball. If you add a big body in the middle of the field who can take advantage of those mismatches, that frees up the slot receiver. It frees up the end receivers, you know, going downfield, crossing the middle of the field. I mean, it opens up a lot of things. It also helps your you know, uh, running back or uh, receiver, catching the ball out of the backfield. I mean, it just opens up a lot of things. So if this guy can be, you know, if you could draft Travis Kelsey or George Kittle mm-hmm. or Darren Waller at mm-hmm. number eight, wouldn't you do it?
1: Yeah. But, yeah. but none of those guys went in the first round. None, none of them. No, they didn't. But Wall- Waller was, I believe, undrafted. Kelsey was a later round pick, and same with George Kittle. George Kittle was came out as a blocking tight end. I think he was drafted in the fifth or sixth round. I'm not 100% sure on that. Now, you're talking about drafting him for, in the first round. Here's here's the list since 2014 of first-round tight ends. O.J. Howard, Evan Ingram, David Njoku, Hayden Hurst, TJ Hawkinson, Noah Fant, tight ends in the first round don't typically pan out. I think Rob Gronkowski is the only one I can actually think of in recent
0: memory. He turned out pretty well.
1: Yes, he did. But that was also, (laughs) what, like 15 years ago? I mean, Hawkinson has been very productive. Um... It's a a first-round pick. If we're going to go a first-round pick for offensive weapon, we're going to be DJ Moore And Robbie Anderson are free agents next year. We also have Curtis Samuel, a free agent this year. If we're going to go offensive weapon, I'd prefer to go receiver wise, go Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith. I think going tight end would be a boneheaded mistake at eight in this pick. I I get it. We need to, I am not saying that he is not going to be a good tight end. I just don't think you can bank on him becoming that elite tight end.
0: I mean, you could read a list of first-round receivers oh, that yeah. have gone bust just as easily as those tight ends that you read. You know, just because they had. But a good... you can
1: also read off hits, and you can't read off hits for tight ends.
0: Hits? What do you mean?
1: Like. Oh! Big oh, time. oh! Oh! Gotcha!
0: Yeah. Gotcha! Um, yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's true, but. If you just uh, did, you watch tape of him? Did you see I did see watch him? tape of him. Didn't he look I, amazing catching the ball?
1: Like receiver, he, yeah, he looks like a decent receiver,
0: and I think he looks like a decent wide receiver, and he's playing tight end. He looks like end. a
1: receiver, but he's—I don't—I don't think he's really a tight end. And I, well, I just, just because I he doesn't
0: block. I mean, does does Kelsey is Kelsey great at blocking?
1: Kelsey is no. a blocker, yes. He's not great at he's blocking. He's not great well, he's at not. blocking, but <laughs> I I just do not see drafting a tight end in a top 10 pick. <clears throat> it doesn't seem to ever work out if you can guarantee I just I just don't
0: I mean you can't guarantee anything. Typically. You can't no. guarantee anything, right? So you would rather draft not Trey Lance than Kyle Pitts.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay.
0: Okay, uh, I would, I think I would rather, I think Kyle Pitts would be like my number two on our list so far. Of, of he's guys my we'll last talk
1: about. I don't want to tight end in, in the first top ten pick. He's my last.
0: Jerry, I would like to make you a wager, right now, okay. regarding regarding Kyle Pitts. Okay. Okay, let's assume health. Let's assume he plays like at least fourteen eh. games, next year.
1: You're I just,
0: I just, no, don't. I just think he's going to be a very good wide receiver or a very good tight end in the NFL. Okay. I think, okay. and I say wide receiver, I think he's going to put up wide receiver type numbers like, like Kelsey does. Um, I'll, I'll bet you that he is 800 yard receiver with 10 touchdowns next year.
1: Oh, deal. Done. I'll take okay. that. Okay.
0: Let's put it down. I don't know where we're going to put it, but we're going to put it down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um all right. Let's go through our our uh questions here. Will this player fall to the Panthers at 8?
1: Yes, absolutely. I don't see him getting picked higher than that. I us. think
0: I think 8 is probably his ceiling. Uh, like that's where it starts for him, I think. Let me ask you this. It, you don't want him in the first round at all.
1: Mhm.
0: Okay. Um does this fl- player fit the current roster?
1: I I yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, we he would need be a massive he would, he would upgrade. Be... Uh, an upgrade, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, would you be excited to draft this player? I think we've established that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now let's let's be let's be clear here. Jerry would be ecstatic to draft him in the fourth round.
1: <laughs> oh yes. I'd be ha- in the second round. I'd be ecstatic to grab yeah. him. But I I'd eighth overall pick in a team that needs so many players. Like I said, we're gonna need a wide receiver. We're gonna need offensive tackle. We're gonna need, you know, linebacker. But you say defensive back. you
0: you're discounting the tight end though. I think you discount the tight end too much.
1: I discount you, the tight end because I don't. I'm not sure on how teams this... that
0: have great tight ends. They're always in the mix. I mean, discount the Raiders this year, but even they were in the mix. You know, the Kelsey Gronkowski they have led their teams in terms of receiving. I mean you've got Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs, but Travis Kelsey is like their their main guy in terms of receptions but and everything. I,
1: I again I just don't see tight ends panning out that well. It, it's harder to hit on tight ends, it seems like.
0: Well you're looking at the history and that's you know, that's a smart thing to do. Um everything that I've seen and read about this guy just seems like he's a no brainer that he's gonna hit. But I understand that. I mean, you know, we have our opinions. Uh, Big Board. We're not going to agree on this.
1: (laughs) I have him last.
0: You have him fourth so far. Uh, Just to recap, we have Justin Fields as our number one guy. That that we've talked about so far. Mm -hmm. Um, Micah Parsons, number two. Trey Lance, number three. You've got Pitts, four. We'll just put Pitts at four to, to make it easy here. Um, I think I'd rather have. I think he'd he'd probably be at three for me. I think he'd be above Trey Lance for me. Um, I'd rather have Fields or Parsons. Although yeah. I got to be honest with you, after our discussion of Fields last week, I went and watched some more stuff about him. Might not be quite
1: as high on him as I was in our. Yeah, conversation. I mean there there's issues in his game. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, ugh. Yeah. I. I think he can clean it up. The potential is sky high. Yeah, but he is not. He's I mean, there's a reason why there's Trevor Lawrence and everybody else.
0: Yeah. And there's a reason why Justin Fields, you know, is I've seen some mocks where he drops completely out of the top 10. So, yeah, we'll um, see
1: how that actually plays out. That'll be a fun watch.
0: Hey, we have a, uh, a five star iTunes review that I want to read. Uh, and I will pull it up here right now.
1: I completely forgot.
0: Hands down. Uh Uh-oh. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. Hands down, the best Panthers podcast. I absolutely love this podcast. It's fun and entertaining. It's like sitting around with your buddies discussing the Panthers and football in general. Give it a listen. You won't regret it five stars that's from bp326 um we appreciate that thank you that's from robert by the way that's robert um yeah thanks man that's that's what we're going for here right yeah it's just two guys who love the panthers sitting around talking about the panthers you know we're not professionals we're just fans no but we spent a
1: we do, do right time. research. We, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> we
0: spend a crap ton of time researching the Panthers, listening to things, reading things, going as deep as you can go without press credentials pretty much. And uh, we hope to get press credentials one day. But okay. uh, yeah, I mean, tell your friends, everybody, please leave us five-star iTunes review. It really helps us. It helps get our name out there a little bit. Tell your friends. Uh, and we just appreciate all the listeners that we have and uh definitely appreciate you for leaving that review
1: yeah speaking of going deep did you know kyle Pitts was a quarterback a quarterback yeah he was a quarterback until he went to a temple scouting or a temple like camp temple temple yeah, uh yeah that's <laughs> temple and then as a gimmick, they put him at tight end, and the rest is history. I mean, 6'6", 239, I think, in high school. So, Good God.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine in high school being that big? Oh, sorry, six five. Yeah. Still. Can you imagine being that big in high school? That's, I can't that's,
1: imagine that's... being that big, period.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show like the one we did earlier today. Yeah. And next week, we'll be taking a look at offensive tackle Pinay Sewell, and hopefully I will get his name right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Uh, that's our first non-quarterback. Well, actually, we've been we've been pretty good at spreading these out. So, uh, but definitely a massive need for the Panthers offensive tackle, and he is like, he's like the Kyle Pitts of offensive tackle.
1: Oh, I right? I'm very excited for, <laughs> to watch his take, To be honest, he with would you. be he
0: would he would be just an incredible left tackle for the Panthers for years to come. But uh, will he make it at eight? We'll talk about it. Uh, Until then, everybody, stay safe out there and keep pounding.